the me and these two jerks podcast they're idiots they're idiots with microphones i don't know how that happened all right guys so you know i like tv I like no kidding TV. we all like tv right you know here's the thing i don't know i only watch on sundays you only watch on sundays i only listen what? to the radio <laughs> what type of tv is the right tv to yeah. have in 2021 are you talking like LG or Vizio? No, I'm talking about TV service. Oh, TV service. Yeah. Like do, you go, do you go cable? LG? Do you go dish? Are you all streaming? Because I feel like there's more options than ever. But at the end of the day, do any of them really save money over the other? I have a antenna on top of my roof. <laughs> That's not Eric true. So I, I smack the fat side of his teeth. <laughs> Got tinfoil <laughs> on the back of the TV. I have to stand one foot yeah. in the air, left arm up at a 45-degree angle over my head with tinfoil. No, that's not You true. know, I think initially, I think initially that, that whole idea of like cutting the cord thing was was legit and you could save, you could save money. But mm-hmm. I think two things have happened since then. One is there's way more streaming services than there were when that became a trend, I don't know, four or five years ago. Uh, and two, the... The people, the production companies are going to make their money one way or the other. And so Netflix had them in like a, a hell of a deal to begin with. And then, yeah. you know, eventually said, oh, if you're going to do all the streaming, then we're either going to charge you a boatload or we're going to make our own streaming service. Um, and so now everything's segmented. So if you really want to watch all this stuff, you have to have, you know, all these different services. Now, I, I don't really know if it is a good deal. Yeah. And here's the, if you know, depending on your TV habits, like, for example, I love to watch sports. I watch college basketball, I watch baseball, I watch football. So basically all year round, there is a sport I'm watching. And with the streaming, it just doesn't work. You have to have one of the satellite companies. Now, of course, recently, some of the satellite companies are having the disputes with the sports channels, which to me is really dumb on their part, because right now they could lock in their their male audience that likes to watch sports. But the more they push them away, they will find the streaming solutions, things like that. But you know, is it worth all the money? Just to make sure you get to watch live sports. To me, it is. Is it to you, Eric? Yeah, no. I mean, but, you know, like, okay, for right now, you know, while we're recording this, I am watching um, the Bush Clash from Daytona, but I'm watching it via Hulu Live. So you were just talking about how you can't really watch your sports mm-hmm. unless you've got a subscription to cable or satellite. Well, I've got it on Hulu Live. And I'm so watching everything live I watch. And cable? Yeah, I know. It's really crazy. I mean, do you just set money on fire for fun? Well, I have a tree out back that just grows it. <laughs> you need to get Dish, too, Eric. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to get Dish and DirecTV. I'm just going to have the whole shebang. Let's do it. So I've got Hulu Live, too. I ditched cable, and I've got Hulu Live. But I'm dealing with what Eric or what Kyle's talking about in that they've, they've dumped some of my sports channels. So, you know, they've got a couple of months to figure it out, or I'm out. Because you know, I need to go somewhere else. But it's not even it's not even company to company. They've just basically dumped all all the streamers. You can only get these channels on direct TV or cable. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so which is you know, kind of a pain in the ass. It pain in the ass. And when that happens, they have the dispute and they take your channels away. They never really seem to give you a credit unless you call and you know just unleash on them. Then they may give you like here's seven dollars off your next bill. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. I mean, we've added over the years, you know, started with Netflix and then we added Hulu 
And then we added Hulu Live because we dropped cable. And then Hulu Live's gone up something like $25 in two years, $25 a month in like two years. Um, and now they've dropped my sports that I want to watch. And then we've added Disney Plus. Um, and then, you know, I've added, actually added HBO Max and I'm like in a dispute with them. I added HBO Max in December thinking I was getting a trial, like going through, because almost all of them offer a seven-day trial, right? They sure. offer a seven-day trial, then you try to watch all the stuff you can in seven days and cancel. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? The cheap ass and you would do that. Except they didn't have a trial, and apparently it was going through my Roku player, which I had already bought something, so it had stored my credit card. So when I was thinking I was just advancing to the next page to find out more information, I was really buying the dang thing. <laughs> Sneaky yeah. bastards. So God, I got... yeah. I got 15 bucks in, in HBO Max and it and I immediately went and canceled it. I was mad. I immediately went and canceled it. I have an email that says that I canceled it. And I thought, well, I'm just going to watch everything I can on HBO Max in the next 30 days. I'll watch it all. Until the 30 days was up, we hit day 31 and they charged me again. Oh, I have an email that says I canceled it. And so I've, I've reached out to them, and of course they haven't replied. And then I immediately went and canceled again. So I have two emails, a December email and a January email that says I canceled the damn thing. But I'm guessing come February 23rd or something, they're probably going to try to charge me again. So I'm, I'm hanging on to that one too. So we got four streaming services. Yeah, four streaming services, one of which has, has live, uh, live TV connected to it. That's oh, a lot. I got Disney Plus too. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot. Now... I, I did work with a young woman who I thought was, uh, I, I don't know if she cares about live TV or not, but I thought this was really smart. She said, we only have one streaming service at a time and we just watch everything we want on there. And we're a little bit behind. Um, so we're not watching every show. You know, we don't need to watch every show when it first comes out. We're watching, you know, shows. Uh, we're a season or two behind on stuff and just kind of playing catch up, which I, I can sympathize with because I actually kind of like doing that. Yeah. Because um, then, you know, then, you know, you got lots of episodes. You're not just like watching one and then going, oh, I got to wait a week. That is so like 1989 way to watch TV. <laughs> um, and she said, we just watch everything we want on Netflix and then we cancel Netflix and then we get Hulu. Uh, and then we watch everything we want on Hulu. And after, you know, in four or five months, then we come back around to Netflix. And that way we're Interesting. only spending, you know, 15 bucks a month on on TV and that like, just sounds oh. like a lot of work. It is somewhat a lot of work. And, and you know, I used to make uh, Pam mad all the time because I had a, a theory for the longest time. It was new. And every we've heard two. about it. It's, it's the heat. Can't it's turn it on until November. New every two. And it was, you know, going back and forth between dish and direct TV. If you switch every two years, you always had at least one year of the intro lowest price possible. So you switched every two years and, and then your bill would go from like, 120 bucks down to 60 bucks for at least a year. And that's how we did it every two years. So about the time you learned where all your channels were and you, you know, had your DVR stocked up, sorry, time for the, uh, for the other one to come in. And so we literally have both on our, on our roof and we just transfer back. And forth See, that's one thing years. I've never understood about the cable companies. Yeah. How come when I call them up and go, Hey, I'm going to cancel you because you're too damn expensive, but you're running this rate or this ad on TV or on the radio or whatever that says I can get all the same crap that I've already got and save 50 bucks or 75 bucks on my bill, but you won't give me that because I'm not a new subscriber. So why is it that the new guy is more important than me who's been a customer of yours for X amount of years? I've never understood that philosophy um, with the cable or the uh, satellite companies. I think it's a bunch of crap. I never yeah. have either. 
I think it's a total bunch of crap. I will tell you, though, with cable and I think satellite, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they, and even cell phones, they get you, there's so much, so many fees tied up in like activation and installation and equipment and stuff yeah. that yeah. it's really, it's not only monetarily a pain in the ass, it's like figuratively, how are you going to get this done pain in the ass that you're like, I don't even want to mess with it. Streamers, on the other hand, I mean, you're just putting an app on your Roku player, on your smart TV or or whatever it is, you know, like like ditching for me to I'm, I'm currently mad at, at Hulu for the sports thing. So if I find another streamer that had it, I could ditch Hulu and add the other thing in a matter of seconds. Right. It's not as e- or it's so much easier now than it would be to, you know, Kyle's philosophy of new every two and having to call him and schedule an installation and all that other crap that goes along with it. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure that if I didn't want to have live sports, that I could just be a streamer. Because I mean, there. I mean, other than I mean, that, I, get, I don't watch much else. You can get live sports on streaming, Kyle. You know yeah. that, right? All of them, you can't. Not all of them, you can't. I mean, until recently, until they until they dumped the Fox networks in a couple months ago. Oh, I got everything yeah. I wanted. Yeah, I'm watching ESPN and I'm watching Fox and I'm watching, um, you know, CBS and and whatnot. Everything's on there. I'm watching FS1 right now on Hulu Live. There you go. It's all it's all right there. But here's one thing that frustrates me. What I don't like about watching sports on the streamer versus over the air or cable or whatever is because undoubtedly I'm sitting there maybe scrolling through Twitter or something else, you know, while we're watching sports. And undoubtedly when you're streaming it, it's going to be a little bit behind. A little delayed. Yeah. So I find out what's going on before I see it. If I'm sure, you know, so gotta have some discipline, Eric. I guess Stay so. The tweeter. Well, and then if your Wi-Fi is not ideal, if you're, you know, streaming, you know, the game in the front room, and then your wife hops on to watch, you know, Mean Girls or Full House in the back. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. It uh, kills your your internet signal. Then you have the buffer. That would piss me off. I don't know if I could handle that all. Like trying to watch videos when you had a uh, dial-up connection. <laughs> buffering. buffering. You, you must not be talking about your own situation because because I no. can't imagine I can't imagine that you don't let the heat on until November first. You make Pam, you know, learn and remember different channels and whatnot every two years, so you can change <laughs> back and forth. And yet, you would deal with her watching full house in the other room and making it so you can't watch the reds lose. I can't believe that. that oh, shots fired. I just, I just, that would annoy me the buffering. And then what happens if you're, if your internet goes down, then not only do you not have, you know, your internet, but then you don't have your TV either. Now I, all of those things are valid concerns. I can tell you that I've been a streaming only service for a little over two years now. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, it, it does drop out. There is some buffering from, uh, at times, I don't think it's a lot, and I don't remember a time that it's dropped out entirely. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, I think we're at a point. At what point will enough people go to the streaming to where everybody's internet's going to go up to like ninety nine bucks a month? Because it's gone from like fifty to seventy five pretty quickly for here. So not only that, but when will it become? They'll start throttling down a little bit more. But when will it become to the point to where having all these streaming services? To watch what you want to watch, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, uh, Peacock, uh, the Paramount thing that I saw all over the Super Bowl the other day. When is it going to be more expensive to have every streaming service you want to watch what you want to watch than just having freaking cable to begin with? 
it know, has I mean, to be it has to be there it has to yeah. be there. 12 bucks a month times however many services there are the the challenge and they're smart with doing it the challenge is, is that like the, they all have their own special thing you know the i keep seeing uh, all over hulu is the discovery plus network or whatever right like if you if you want to watch joanna Gaines, like it's the only way to do it now um and then the paramount network that you were talking about during the super bowl like they're hammering home that they've got a, a spongebob movie or something that you you know kids can only watch if you get the paramount network um so if you want to watch certain things you know the only way to do it is to have the is to have the streamer now i think you got to hit gold on that to probably make people change their ways you got to have some sort of game of thrones thing that is like you know so massively popular um so are we are we heading towards a time to where broadcast television cable inter, or cable satellite is going to be obsolete are we teetering on that because aren't they pushing out Con- I mean, like Netflix is doing original content. Hulu does original content. If, Are we going to get to the point this. to where if you got to have and, that? If cable and dish can't keep live sports networks, especially regional sport networks on their, on their platforms, it will eventually get to the point, especially as population gets a little older. Um, you know, everybody that's probably age 50, 55 now and down comfortable with the streaming it's the people that are in their 60s and up that can't figure it out you know as that population gets older and older i think you're gonna i think you're gonna see maybe not in the next two years but maybe the next five to ten years i think you know what what'll be real cool is if there's like a big company comes around and says all right we are going to pay us 129 dollars a month and we're going to get you paramount plus one company kind of com- comes in and and, and, <laughs> and and becomes a cable package. Yeah, and packages yeah. them together. So one thing that blows my mind, to your point, Kyle, is that is the fact that these cable and satellite companies would want to pick fights with the uh, the live sports. Yeah, because to me, I'm kind of like you. Really, the live sports is all I want to watch, and because everything else I'll DVR or I'll catch it on one of the streaming services the next day or, or, or however it works out. I think that's one yeah. of the big reasons. Um, you know, I, I, I know Kyle and I are bigger fans of this than Jamie is, but when a network like Fox went after WWE a couple of years ago to carry their show on Friday nights on, on the network, because they're seeing that's what people want to watch because you're not going to DVR live sports. In theory, yeah, you can't do that today because no, because you'll you find WWE. out. WWE, huh? Any any I live sport? Said, uh, I thought. I, oh, you guys, you guys keep saying live sports and WWE in the same sentence as if that's what that is. But it's live on Friday nights. It's a live oh, show. It is live television, I'll right? And what I'm anything okay. live, anything yeah. live, because you don't want to read on social media what happened. So you you're more apt to watch that live than saying watching the, the latest episode of whatever you know the sitcoms. Sure. Which sure. you can I mean, DVR not, that and do whatever. Anywhere. Right. But the that's live sports, if you DVR it and say, I'll watch that later, and then you screw up and get on your phone and you find out that, you know, ISU beat, you know, Loyola, you're probably not going to sit there and watch the game. At least I'm not. I think it I think it changes your question about whether or not there's the networks or a thing. I mean, I, th- I do think live sports is a big deal. And depending on how they carry them, if they can figure out how to, you know, the streamers to carry them, that's still going to be big. 
the networks probably, like you said, want to want to grab those as much as they can. But what I think is is I think it's already happening. You were talking about Netflix and Hulu having their own content. Amazon Prime's another one we haven't talked about, but we all have that probably by, by default. Yeah. Um, because we want free shipping. You know, everybody's got their own content. Um, is that you know, like before, you only had four networks, and so anything that was big. You know, any big TV show, the, the idea that that Friends is going to become so big that these six characters, these six actors are going to get a million dollars an episode like that was yeah. monumental, you know, like there's it's so spread out now that I'm not sure anybody I'm not sure any shows from a cost perspective are going to be that that big. They may become popular, yeah. but um, it kind of reminds me in a way of of music, you know, music in uh, I don't not to not to take anything away from say the Beatles or Michael Jackson, but I'm not sure anything will ever have that level of popularity because there's so many avenues to get it to consume it now, and it's not like there's only radio and MTV telling you right. this is what this is what's popular. Now you can find it anywhere. And I think the same thing about TV. Like I'm not sure there'll ever be big big network shows in the same way that there were like in the you know in the 80s and 90s. Um, and I think you, the amount of actual since you know, people are putting their eggs in the streaming basket, you know, Paramount plus is, you know, putting so many other shows on this one service, you know, they have probably what eight to 10 cable channels. So they're going to probably start shrinking those down because they're going to want to put the content on the subscription base. Um, And they're not going to want to produce new content for both satellite, especially if they're continuing to lose subscribers that way and they're getting subscribers on the streaming you know, you're going to see your number number of cable channels, I think, go down quite a bit. Well, along those lines, too, are they controlling more of their own destiny on these on their own streaming platforms? So what I mean by that is, is Kyle, you've mentioned now a couple of times these sports, you know, these sporting networks or whatever, picking fights with the Dish Networks, the DirecTVs, the, the broadcast companies that, that, you know, we want X amount of dollars to carry this or vice versa. Paramount is going to make more money in theory by having all of their, you know, having you, the three of us subscribe to their subscription based network. And hopefully that growing than having to worry about paying Spectrum or DirecTV or whoever to carry their stuff too. Well, not only do they get, you know, not only do they get our subscription, but unless you pay for like the, the top tier membership, they also get all the advertising revenue. Yeah, because I'll sit through well. so I'll sit through some commercials to save a couple of bucks. Yeah, I I think it's high risk, high reward. I mean, if you can, if Peacock or or Paramount, which let's be honest, is just a CBS app that they've repackaged, right? Um, you know, if if they can get you there and keep you there at twelve bucks a month or whatever, because you really want to watch these things that you can only get there, I think it's great. Um, but if they didn't, and I think. The more and more that there are, the more stories we'll see of, of you know, apps, networks that aren't getting you to their app. There's just too many of them, or they don't have something that draws us there, um, and they'll they'll be deemed some sort of failure. I think it's high risk, high reward. If you get in there, I think wow, they're going to get all the revenue. They're going to keep all of our eyeballs. But if they don't, like none of that stuff's going to get seen. You know, as opposed True. to having c- cable or something where you're just kind of punching through. And you just, you know, you stumble upon something, which is one thing I actually don't like about streaming is that I'm, I'm very intentional about saying I want to watch this game and I'm looking for the little tile, you know, on the screen to get to it. And very rarely am I just thumbing through the TV like, like I haven't watched Comedy Central in, in years, because it's not something I'm seeking out. 
and it would be the kind of thing that I would just scroll through and then I'd stop and go, oh, this is funny, you know? Right. I'm not stumble, stumbling upon anything, and you're not going to stumble upon this random peacock show because you don't have peacock. We can argue about this till we're blue in the face, and I still don't think we'll, we'll figure it all out. <laughs> it's- I, I, I don't think we'll figure it out. I, just, I think if they hit gold, it'll be great, and I think for the mediocre stuff, it's going to die a, a quick death. Yeah, I think you're going to see, you know, if you look at, at like you just brought Comedy Central, all it is now, you know, they used to have new shows. All it is all weekend is reruns of The Office and Parks and Recreation. That's all they ever, ever run anymore. It's the same deal with like E. Like it's Saved by the Bell all weekend. I didn't <laughs> even know the same that. 30 episodes. I mean, if you watch uh, USA Network, except for Monday nights for, for Monday Night Raw, you're, you're pretty much locked in to see NCIS or uh law and order svu you know it's almost like these these cable networks latch on to one specific franchise of shows and that's all they're going to show yeah i think i think the landscape's going to change quite a bit um and i think it's going to impact our wallets yeah many of us are probably spending way more than we want to admit on tv and internet right now i would say probably 199 is maybe an average for a lot of folks that have maybe cable or dish and high speed internet and maybe one or two streaming options. I would say families are spending 200 bucks a month. You go back a decade. I remember when I was, you know, 25, I think I had a, a $60 cable. Bill. <laughs> That's been longer than a decade. Kyle, come internet on. bill for 99 bucks. It's doubled in the year. Or yeah, in a I'm sure. I'm sure. I think what we're going to see, and I have never done this. I know you guys are going to be surprised by this. I've never done it, but I see people on social media talk about it. The first time I, I heard them, or first time I saw a post that talked about it, I was sort of floored. And then the more I saw, I thought, oh, wait, this is like, this is like normal stuff here where people just share their passwords. I was just going to bring that up. When are the streaming services going to catch on? Oh, they, they'll find a way. I, I mean, think they know. Yeah, they know. I know they know. Because it's like you pull up any of my streaming services and there's like five people that have access to it. Well, I'm not one of them. Well, hell no. You can pay for your own. Well, like don't some of them <laughs> like like Netflix, like isn't there just a certain amount of IP addresses you, you're allowed to. Well, it's like have. so like the way it's worked out right now, it's like with Netflix, it's like my brother's account. He pays for Netflix and then he's got access to my Hulu account. Yeah, so you're traded there, sure. Yeah, so we so kind of traded it Netflix off. Netflix goes up in price, we can blame people like Eric. Yeah, sure, go ahead. I don't well, give a damn. So, so Netflix, I think, is set by the number of screens. Yeah, so, so like you, could, you, can, you can only, only so many people. Four. Right, only so many people can watch at a time. But I'm just saying, when are, when are these streaming services going to catch on to where it's going to be one and that's it? You know, because you notice, if you remember, cable tried to control those things too, you know, and I've never actually had a satellite of any kind, but Kyle, you can attest to this. And I guess Spectrum kind of tried to go down this road with the cable boxes in every room. They try and control how many TVs you can actually have. You know, oh, you can have the satellite, but then it's $10 for each additional room or each additional hookup or or whatever you want to call it. So at some point, the streaming companies are going to catch on to that, too. If you want to watch it more in one room, it's going to cost you more. Hulu already does it. Hulu, you can... And I'm not sure how you and your brother do that because Hulu, you you can watch on your computers anything where it's an app and you can do it anywhere but you you can only you have to designate your home tv it is smart enough to know that it's going through your smart tv or your roku player or your apple tv or whatever it is and that it's 
that it's plugged into an actual television and you have to designate this as I'm sure it's your IP address um, as this my home TV because I'll take Hulu to Michigan. And if I want to plug it in in Michigan, it goes, hold up. This is different. So I have to then say, I'm not at home anymore. That's not my home. And I have to make it Michigan or I can watch it on my phone or on my computer, which is what I end up doing rather than going. Because it's your, it's your, or your, it's your normal account or whatever on those devices. Yes. But if I plug it in, then it it knows that we're on a TV. So I already think that it's doing that. So, so I couldn't do that with my, you know, my uncle in Illinois, where we both have one Hulu account on each of our respective televisions in the family room. Hulu's going to, going to block that, but I could watch it on my phone or my computer. And I can so plug I, my computer into my TV. So I'll take this back to, I think, something the three of us can obviously relate to from our past careers. What we're seeing TV kind of go through now is what I believe radio went through 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was, where streaming became a thing, and then satellite radio became a thing, and then all this stuff became a thing, and radio is yeah. trying to figure out how to navigate that. So now we got yeah. TV trying to do the same damn thing. How long until the local local network station affiliates are totally irrelevant? I think you're going that route. I think so too, especially when they get in like the pissing matches. Like, you know, sorry, dish watchers, you don't get ABC for a year, right? You know, the more that stuff happens, the more people are cutting cord. And I think some don't even care about the over the air antenna stuff as long as they can watch their Bachelor or whatever they like on ABC. I would love to talk to some of the the TV executives. And ask and who them. Who wants to watch the news right now? I, I don't sucks. watch the news. When's the yeah. last time any of us have ever watched local news? It's awful. The mm. news I've is, some, is I've not I've watched fun. some national news. Like, I've, That's I've watched, even worse. I've watched some NBC and some CBS national news in the last couple of months, but, but I, I haven't watched much local stuff. I think the local news thing goes back to whatever one of you guys said. It's the 55 plus is still watching the local news every night. Mm. The three no, of us I aren't. Would, I will tell you, see, this is, this is, I'm a little bit mixed on what Kyle just said, because I believe that there are some big changes from a technical standpoint, but I also believe the other side of me believes that, that local people, whether they want to admit it or not, we make fun of local radio, TV, newspaper, but yet we still secretly want that stuff. Sure. So, um, so I'm not watching it on TV, but I'm clicking on the stories on Facebook. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. You know, I'm you, you can agree with me. On Facebook. Some of the greatest entertainment on Facebook is going and reading the local news stations Facebook pages. Oh, the comments. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, sometimes sometimes I'm already mentally exhausted and I just can't, you know, handle. Well, that's true, too. But I mean, um, I still I, I am still exposed to local TV and newspaper because I haven't I, I couldn't tell last time I, I thumbed through the local newspaper, but I'm on their website several times a yeah. week just catching up, see what's going on. Same with channel. So, same with the local TV stations. So you kind of still care what they're doing. You're just not watching it on television. Right. So them, them going away entirely would impact your life. Them being connected to a network and, and being over the air doesn't really impact your life. Not right now. You know, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fair. But yeah. it's so as long I, as I can watch my Colts game on Sunday. Yeah. So the three of us have a passion for broadcasting i think that's that that was obvious with our past careers and i think we always want into it yeah we always want the the traditional (laughs) radio tv stuff to always be sticking around i would i mean but how relevant are they not very no i mean i would say most radio is um 
most radio content is more relevant on social media. True. You know, if you're in a big town and you've got a morning show that is really active and doing stuff, and I follow a couple of them and I think they're funny and whatnot. Um, of course, I'm not in that town, but I'm not really concerned with listening to their every break on my drive to work. I am more interested in if they have these in-studio videos where they're doing a, you know, doing a shtick or, or doing a giveaway where I might click on it and give them 90 seconds to watch what I feel like is this, you know, filtered content of like, this is the best of the best kind of thing. But you now know? you're also disproving the point we just made. You're not exactly being exposed to their, their stuff over the air, but you're clicking on their website. You're clicking on their Facebook page. I still want the content. It's particularly if it's, if it's local, you know, it's one thing to like click on a Trevor Noah video and, and watch it and, and laugh or, or Colbert or something like that. I think it's another thing. I don't think you see it so much in our little town, but in, in bigger towns, you know, if you've got, if you've got an active, you know, uh, an active morning show um, that's good in a bigger town and they're talking about the, you know, they're talking about the grocery store out in this neighborhood or whatever happened. And they're, you know, they're doing something that's a little bit funny and, and entertaining. All those things we learned about in radio. I mean, I still think people want that. I, I just don't necessarily want to listen to it on the radio. So I think when it comes to radio, my philosophy is radio almost needs to take a page away of what, and I'm going to use this term very, very loosely, what we are doing. And I'm not going to say we as in the three of us, just we as in those that, that sit here and, and, and do a lot better job than us at a podcast with organic content that you can't really get anywhere else. And not just regurgitating some sort of pop culture BS. You know, give me that content because the stuff, Jamie, you were just describing is exactly spot on. It is that content that you're not going to get somewhere else that you are engaged with. And I think the 12 people that listen to this each time are going to agree. <laughs> Maybe 13. Oh, we might hit, you never know. We may, we may hit 20 this episode. Possible. But I don't know. It could happen. I think all this stuff would be a lot easier if there was like a definitive end to one thing or if you knew when it was happening or you knew that it was at least going to happen, that it would be a lot easier. But because everything is just sort of morphing and kind of meshing, you know, if you knew now what radio was going to be like 10 or 15 years ago, you would have made diff you know different decisions. Yeah, um, I think it starts when one, either direct TV buys dish or vice versa or they merge. So well, they're probably going to have to. Company. Yeah, there's going to be one satellite company. Most of your big cable networks have already, you know, most towns only have one cable option anymore. Maybe two if you're in a bigger city. Um, you know, once that happens, you know, there used to be like the U-verse thing uh, in some of the bigger towns. I'm not sure if that's still a thing or not. Um, so then you're going to get down to where there's just one or two options. Or all streaming. And then that's when I think you think streaming will really take off. Because once you lose competition and the satellites say, all right, if you want TV, it's 200 bucks a month. People are finally will say, no thanks. I mean, I think it's all going to go streaming. I mean, Spectrum, uh, several years ago when I was still messing with it, was like, hey, do you want to try our app? And I forget how he described it to me, but I you know, stopped him. I'm like, hang on, you guys have your own, your own like Hulu app? And he, you know, he tried to... He didn't want me to make that direct comparison, but essentially, like you can still get our Spectrum Basic and you know plug it into your Wii and whatnot. I'm like, hang on, I can just do that on you, you guys stream now. I mean, I kind of feel like that's the way it's going. Then all your infrastructure is on servers and not on you know actual lines that are running behind my house. Yeah, 
Um, but I mean, it could be wrong. Oh, I think streaming is definitely what's going to happen. I mean, it's like I watch, you know, my three year old, you know, and he, he asks for, you know, he has this handful of shows that he loves, right? Yeah. And those are all on one of those streaming services. He's not going to know what legit television is, I don't think. You know, mm-hmm. over the air broadcast, having to wait till, you know, 6.30 on a Tuesday oh, gosh, night no. to see the latest episode of whatever. You know, he's, he's in this, or he's always going to know this. You click one button and you can have whatever it is you want at the very tip of your fingertips. And you know what? You know what happened over here a couple weeks ago? I was getting ready to, I was sitting down getting ready to watch Illinois. My, you know, the basketball team that I want to watch, mm-hmm. Illinois versus whomever. And um, no, you, hey, uh, no, you go ahead and take the shot. You can go ahead and no, take the it, shot no, against, it was, it against Indiana. Indiana. It, was, it was the week before. It was <laughs> Penn State or somebody the week before. So I'm sitting down and you know, getting ready to watch it. My whole family knows when it's Illini game day because I'm wearing orange. I use my orange coffee mug um, only on Illini game day. So everybody in the house was well aware. And Drew walks through and says, I thought you'd be watching Illinois because he looks up and sees it's like Ohio State and Purdue um, playing. And I said, very casually, because I'm used to it, I said, I have to wait till the game's over before the Illinois game starts. So like, you know, I mean, again, we're all similar age, so we've lived this. So this game's got a minute and a half to go and it's running over the time slot a little bit. And you're cussing the TV. No, don't call another timeout. They put two windows up for a second and say, hey, while we finish up with Ohio State and Purdue, you know, uh, uh, Penn State and Illinois are just getting started. We'll get you over there in just a couple of minutes. We're pretty familiar with that, right? Yeah. I mean, we grew up, we lived it. He has no clue. He's like, it's just a little tile. He didn't say all this, but like, it's just a little tile on the screen and you pit, you punch up and watch whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. This idea that I would have to wait 90 seconds and, and watch the game starting two minutes in, like blew his mind. It's like you, you knew, he didn't say all those things, but you saw the wheels turning in his head. What are you even talking about, dude? You have to wait to watch the next game? What is this, 87? I mean, it's <laughs> right. And, you know, you know, Jamie, your kids and my kid are never going to understand this. Um, no. it's, it's just like the same, you know, one time my, my son, he likes to get into about anything. And we were at my mom's house one day and he picked up this phone and then was amazed when this phone, he just couldn't walk anywhere he wanted to walk with it. And he realized, oh crap, this thing's got a cord that's attached to some other piece that's attached to the wall. What in the hell's going on here? Mind blowing. And you, you, have one? you know, and it was like, yeah, it's just like, Wait, you talk on these things? You don't I mean, just watch it. a video? We talk on our televisions. We talk on our little mini televisions. That's a good point. We don't we don't watch TV on our phones because we don't really use them as phones. <laughs> we use them to watch things. Occasionally our little mini television rings. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Now I talk on mine probably more so than others just because of my you know, my line of work, but you know. I Yeah, I don't talk on mine. Don't I try not I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> nobody calling me but reject, uh reject reject I, I don't think we solved much but i think we had a good discussion yeah i think we realized that we all spend probably way too much money on tv i know i need to start getting y'all's passwords yeah there you go mm-hmm. but it's Whoever just gets paramount plus pass out your password it's just i'm just curious when are we going to see the end and 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 i think the next couple of years in the on-demand versus over-the-air, satellite, whatever battle is going to be very interesting. And 
you know, just to throw another wiggle in the thing, you know, at some point. No, no, no Kyle was wrapping this up. Hang on. About something else. So when are, when are the local broadcast stations going to get their own app to stream their own shit? Here, you can watch the news, just, you know, local news right here. How can we not do that yet? I don't think, I don't think that they wouldn't be able to cover their expenses with that. Maybe if you're in Indianapolis or New York or Chicago, but, uh, you know. At that point, you could be a freelance journalist and have your own Terre Haute Vice app or whatever. <laughs> your own YouTube channel. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, it's an interesting time. There's no doubt about that. I, I mean, I don't know what the right thing is. It's like my wife and I had the discussion a lot. It's time to cut the cord. But I'm like, it's it's hard for me to let go of that because I'm like, that's what it, that's that's what life's always been. I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> but you also have a live streamer. I can't get I over know. that. I know. Like, stupid. that's when you're supposed to cut the cord. It's stupid. Like, why? I, what, what was even the, the thought process behind that? There was no thought process. Because there's, there's regular Hulu for like 10 or 11 bucks a month. Like, why I, would you upgrade to the live part? That's something my wife did. Me? I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't even know. I don't even understand all these streamers. That you're not getting on cable. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta go figure it out. Get off this damn thing so I can go find out. Wow. <laughs> Are we done here? I think we're done. You need to go have a conversation with your wife. Yeah. Hey, go to our website, meanthesetwojerks.com. Thanks to Prelude Web and Marketing for putting that all together. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go figure out why I'm spending so damn much money on TV. <laughs> Why don't you add YouTube TV, too? Oh, that's good. I think that turned out to be 